Hi, everyone. Hello. It's Andrew. And Hannah. And this is No Apologies, the podcast. Coming at you live in the middle of the rainstorm. But luckily we're inside. But luckily we're actually back in our recording studio. Yes. But doesn't it sound like we're in the middle of the rainstorm? We wanted you to have the idea that you were also getting rained on. So we wanted to play some rain? Some rain sounds. Rain sounds. All right, everyone take 10 seconds and listen. Man, it's really coming down out there. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, boy. That was fun. Wasn't that fun? That was a good little exercise in ASMR today. Yes. I hope you all enjoyed that. You didn't think it was static, but instead knew it knew was, it was rain, rain. because, because we the, identified it for yes, you. we identified it for you. There was not a problem with your speaker. No. That was us making rain sounds. Yes. With my Chromebook from three years ago. Yes, Technology's thanks. a marvel. Technology is a marvel, and it is coming down again out there. It really you know? is. It's just, it's been a dreary day. And you know, this is uh, this is the new thing that I've been doing. This is my fun, I'm going to play it in the rain game. Okay. Um, sometimes it rains all week, and you're in your raincoat, and you're walking around on campus, mm-hmm. and you're like, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. I never yeah. want to walk in the rain again. Yeah. And so you're sitting there, and you've got your big plastic coat on, and you're in your hood, and... If you ever just look out at the people around you, it's early enough in the semester that there are still freshmen going around who think that it's cool to not wear coats. Yeah, but I don't know if you remember that from high t-shirt. school. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I never wore a coat in the winter when I was in high school. Like, I would just run from my car into the building because <laughs> I didn't want to carry it around. No yeah. one in my high school did. And so I think that it's like a little bit of a holdover from that, and none of them have raincoats. And so they just walk around in their regular clothes, and they're usually like in like nicer clothes, like jeans and sweaters and right, shit. Right, because they don't know. Right, and the second that they get wet, oh my god, you can see it. And they have it written upon their face so clearly that they are the most miserable person in the world. Like, you thought you were miserable, but at least you're not that freshman. I'm actually pretty sure that I have a Snapchat saved on my phone from freshman year after a rainstorm. Yes. In which I went into the Starbucks bathroom and I... Towels? No, they didn't have towels because what? of Starbucks. Oh, right. They had hand dryers that I put my head under to dry out because I was soaked. It's so fun. Yeah. It's so fun. Everyone is, is so upset. It's a, a very upsetting thing. And it's um, like, and it shouldn't make me more happy to see other people upset, but it does kind of make me laugh because I'm well, like, they're soaked. We, here at Studio 306E, we have a great view outside. We honestly yes, do. we really do. It's actually really nice. Yeah. And um, I'm looks- seeing lots of people getting... Oh, I just saw a guy fall in the grass. He literally jumped into the grass and fell on his butt. Did you see that? I didn't see it. You saw saw him on the ground though, right? Oh my God. I think he was trying to jump in a puddle to get his friend wet, but instead he got himself wet. And that, my friends, is why karma is a... Beep! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we hate editing. Don't we hate editing? But uh, we all know it. Yeah. Man, that's hilarious. Oh, I, there's people running now. It Dude, look be... how upset they all are. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, we're in here, and we're that's all that matters. We're in here, and we're and, dry. And you guys are listening to us. Yeah. And you're Send warm, us your favorite rainy day dry, yes. comfortable space. Underneath your, maybe your blanket, there's some fairy lights. I like your people watching. are listening to us under their blanket. I'm always under my blanket. <laughs> in class. It's a weighted blanket. Bring out I'm a just, like, weighted blanket. <laughs> you're just covered Cocooned up. <laughs> Head to toe. <laughs> it's my it's my emotional support weighted blanket. You asked the, the TA to tuck you in a little bit. Yes. <laughs> sir, sir, I can't reach my pencil. 
I, I think that's sounds... like burrito wrapped. I don't yeah. know why this is funny to me. Well, it's just kind of a tough day. It's, it is a tough day. Well, it's... we're actually, should we make our remarks? We're yeah. recording. Today is Wednesday. It's 9-11. Yeah, it's Wednesday, September 11th. It's and... hard to be happy and excited. Yeah, it is hard. It's just, it's a very emotional day. Right. Still, and it should so, be. Oh, of um, course. I was, yeah, I don't know. We were, we were debating on, like, how to talk about it because, right. you know... We don't want to bring people down, but also, but also like, don't important. forget. You can't yeah, forget that important. kind of shit. Like, uh, stuff. Something that I saw... Yeah, be... Um, <laughs> something I saw on campus, they have a memorial yes. for all of the people that lost their lives that day, and it was 2,996, yeah. I believe. Wow. And they had 2,996 American flags, like, little ones. Little ones. In the grass there, and it was... It was really beautiful. It is. It was, like, really sad, but... Yeah. I thought it was really important, too, because you kind of, like, as you go walking up to the library, it's, like, a big patch of grass. It is. It's a big patch. And it's, like, it's very jarring. Yeah. Um, And I don't always like to think about Right. I don't either. No. Um, Because we don't really remember it. Yeah. Um, I I was talking to Hannah earlier Mm -hmm. and some other friends, and I was trying to describe, like, I was too young to, like, know about that day and like remember right what was happening but i remember there's just like a patch of sadness right 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 because like like, scared in 2001 i was four i wasn't in uh, even elementary school yet i was in in preschool still Mm -hmm. um and so just like thinking about that like if we had known like our parents must have done a like a a A really good job of conveying that and protecting us because like i feel like I remember at least growing up like a like sadness and like right. understanding like why it's important to remember it yeah but don't really remember the details the other all. than what we've been taught in school yeah so <clears throat> yeah yeah I guess that's just your friendly reminder to remember to remember <laughs> yeah just never forget <laughs> it's it. hard to like remember because you don't want to feel that you don't want to feel the sadness pain, but, but it's also it's like it's important to, like, to not erase that well and also like all of the firefighters and police officers and things oh, like God, that right. that like went up to save the people mm-hmm. like it was a big thing it was a big deal yeah. um and i highly recommend like if you're ever in dc mm-hmm. or you're in new york you should go to those monuments yes, those memorials sure. mm-hmm. and just like Take a minute. Take a minute. Yeah. And, uh, like, at the Pentagon, I remember going there and seeing that one. Wow. And it was, like, it's very moving. Yeah, I so, bet. Yeah. So, yeah. That's our, that's our remarks corner. on 9-11. Right. But, um, uh. Just. We'll keep it. Yeah. Moving. Yeah. Right? I feel, like, I feel like we covered it. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, back to. Yeah, you can. Yeah. If you were sweating from listening to that. Right. If you, like. Cool off a little bit. Cool off. Let's take a breath. <sighs> And now throw that blanket back on. Blankets on. Get that coffee. 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 Let's Um, stop. Forget about the rain. (laughs) Forget about the rain. No more rain. We're not wet. None of us are wet. My hair's not wet. It's warm. We're drinking a hot beverage. It's fall. (laughs) There's like there's leaves falling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) There's like a crisp, crisp air coming. Some of the leaves are changing. I know. It's so exciting. We're getting there. Uh, Guys, the leaves are losing their chlorophyll. Huzzah! I had this like cute little. No more chlorophyll in the leaves. <laughs> what? Are we forestry majors? Um, I'm but not yeah. even entirely sure if that's biologically accurate, but it's something about the sugars in the leaves. Yeah. It's like being sucked into the tree. Right. To like, to like overwinter. be dead for winter, sleeping. Yeah. yeah. I guess. And so then they store all those sugars, and then, and then in they, the springtime, they use all that sugar to. <laughs> Cherry blossoms. <laughs> so there you go. That's our biological corner. Way to go. You learned something new about <laughs> the trees. 
Woo! <laughs> uh, we have to put in something about trees. I know, we? always. I think always. we always do. Um, do we want to talk about our weekend? What did you do last I, weekend? Well, I went, unfortunately, oh, not unfortunately, I, I went on a retreat for a leadership retreat. Where, and where was the retreat? Now, have you ever been to the Boone, Iowa YMC camp? Well, you know, I sure have not. <laughs> Well, I sure haven't. Are you sure? Because for <laughs> in, sure. in Rim, we had to go there for a, a camp at the beginning of freshman year. Really? I was not in Rim freshman year. Oh, gosh. I should share this. A little bit of a story about I'm it. I'm really excited. Let's hear it. So we went to this camp and okay. we stayed overnight. It was like an in Rim welcome for the freshmen. It's like for the oh, orientation class. Oh, And okay. so they teach about all the different like in Rim stuff. So there's forestry, animal ecology. That's so cute. And we stay in these cabins together. Oh. Super cool. Um, and like you start to get to know each other. Okay. Um, there's like a bonfire and the best part, we did owl hooting. (gasps) What? (laughs) We learned how to owl hoot. Oh my God. No way. And it's on the Boone river. Okay. Is that the, yeah. Yeah. And we were, no, it's the Des Moines actually. Des Moines river. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're good. It's in Boone. It's, it's a a misnomer. There's like a train track that goes over the bridge and Uh stuff right by the camp. But, uh, we were hooting and the owls were responding and we would respond back to them. That is so cool. It was super cool. I don't know what they were saying, but can you, can you demonstrate an owl hoot for us? <laughs> it's just like don't put me on the spot like that um it's it kind of went like this okay and if you're uncomfortable just bear with me <laughs> just hit the 15 second fast forward button <laughs> <laughs> i will never do that again please do it again so uh-uh. every episode is the new intro <laughs> um, but we, i went there for this retreat okay. and um we just learned about all the different student leaders on campus, okay. and it was great to like get to know other people. Oh, yeah, I, I loved getting to meet like the international student council okay. leaders and like just some different orgs now, that I think... never would have like run into before, right. which I think was super valuable. So, I think so too. in that aspect, it was cool. Yeah. Um, otherwise, we were just kind of sitting and listening to people a lot, yeah. so that was kind of iffy. But like, is it something you can put on your resume at least? Uh, maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, you had a weekend. I had a weekend, and uh, it rained a little. It did. I was like, I keep thinking back to my weekend, and I was like, oh, what did you do? And then I was like, oh, it rained. Like, Yeah. uh, It wasn't a great weekend, although we found out that... the, for all of you football fans, that the ESPN College Game Day is coming to Ames for Saturday's big game against really? Iowa. So, like, the big TV show that everyone, like, talks about. No it, way! Yes, it's coming to Ames. So That's kind of cool. That was exciting to find about, out about that on Sunday. So, where are they going to record that? So, they're recording it in Ryman Plaza. So, like, that big circle, that new circle oh, plaza. Oh, so cute. Yeah. So, there's okay. going to be, like, a big, massive crowd of people there because it's on TV and it's on Iowa. TV and everyone's like, let's go! Apparently, oh also, this football game is, like, the number three or number... F- no, I think number three um, in ticket demand for events in Iowa since records have been... Wow! Kept. So, it was, like, a either, like, Billy Joel or someone like that was number <laughs> right, one. Right, right. Um, I don't even know. It was, like, some goofy different things. Right. And then this game. And then this game. Yeah. So, it was cool, though, to, like, see that. That's but, so funny. Uh, yeah, it's going to be kind of crazy in Ames this weekend, so well, be careful. You know, and, and it's so funny, I think, um, 
I think we we both view this game very differently. Like, what are your plans for this weekend? Well, I'm tailgating, but I'm also going into the game because I love football. Right. And so I'm going into the game, and I'm going to scream my loudest. I just have to say, too, like, everyone, Andrew's, like, wearing his Iowa State football shirt <laughs> yes, today. I, I also passed Brock Purdy on the sidewalk today. He's our quarter, quarterback. Um, and uh, <laughs> sorry, uh, we, just, knocked on our we door. both just jumped because someone dared touch our door. And it just happens to be a lady a that's vacuuming. Lady, she's vacuuming. Why is she vacuuming at 10.58 a.m.? It's a weird time to vacuum. I think she's confused. I think so, too. I don't know if this is her usual shift. <laughs> what? People are studying. Right? Uh, well, she better not come in here. I know. Wait, if she does, we're going to keep recording. We're going to keep recording with I, the vacuum sound in the background. Oh, my God. I hope she comes in. Um, <laughs> we'll but, yes, I passed Brock Purdy today. And good I just, luck. I gave him you a little. You gave him a little, like, a little, like, good, good luck this weekend. <laughs> oh, my God. It was, uh, oh, she's eyeballing us, isn't she? Hi. Uh, but, no, I am a big football fan. It's like, you, you know those people that, like, live their like the things that they loved in their past like through present day other yes, circumstances yes. so like i played football i loved it it was right. like my favorite activity so, like it's fun to watch football so, so, like, for you. it's fun for me to watch it and it's fun for me to like be, a, be with your feel friends like i'm a thing. part of something yes even though i have nothing to do with the success of the football team no you're a part of it i love it because you know how people are like no we won right not you won no it's, it's we we, won. we all won and i firmly believe that i'm gonna help, i love it I'm gonna you're help gonna help them win by your yes. support yes i love it and then okay so he so that's side a yeah, of the record side. right <laughs> side b of the record this is this is the phone call i get from my dad yesterday oh so i like i got some tickets to like the tailgate the iowa state game what, what's your plan you in town you got a big tailgate and i'm like I'm like well dad I don't know if you know me or my friend group, but we're having our party on Friday night so that we can stay as far away from Central Campus as possible on Saturday. I mean, don't go near the football stadium because you won't be able to get around. Right, right. So it's like, it's so funny because I sit here and my plans for Saturday, like plan number one is stay away from the stadium. Plan number two is stay away from like Well Jav. And plan number three is to like just stay away right because i'm like i don't want to see any iowa fans who are drunk and yelling no, at me because they're disgusting no they're so I, mean i'm just waiting i i, I literally like woke that. up this i don't morning. like traffic i don't like people i know i know I, I literally woke up this morning i was like how is a hawkeye fan gonna ruin my day right right and i think that's what it is too because it's like and that's i'm like i'm not even gonna let that be a potential issue for me because i'm like not if i see if i see anyone yeah, wearing hawkeye stuff my number one thing walk the other way <laughs> Well, I think the thing is, is like we've all heard all these horror stories about like people going to Iowa City for games. Yes, and they just, get like, booed and, and you beat get booed, up. And, and like, I heard someone got one of my friends got spit on last. Oh, year. I've had people have throw food thrown at yeah, them. Yeah, but like if Hawkeye fans come here, we walk the other way. Right, right. Uh, That's what we do. It's just when Iowa Staters are just like, oh, fine. I, I just I don't want to talk to them. No, I don't, don't want to interact see with them. them. I don't want to. I don't want to. I'm do not going to spit on them. For no, God's not sake, in a million years. Decency, but right? I think, but I think it is smart of you if it, to just say. I like, and I know, it. I know how I'm gonna be happy, and so, and then my dad's like, "It's your senior year, like you have to go to at least one tailgate," and I'm like, "Maybe, maybe I'll come." I am but happy then one I was that you like, can come to if you would oh, like you're to. Oh, you're so sweet. But, Thank you. But you I, I probably won't. <laughs> I know, Hannah. I just had to say it. I know. It was so funny because my, my dad was like, "I'm like, well." 
if you want to come up early before your tailgate, I'd be willing to go get breakfast in West Ames. <laughs> and he's like, seriously? And I was like, yes, this is how I plan. This is how, this is what I do this weekend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I think it's a great, great idea to just kind of stay away. It's and like, be... and by no means am I like so anti-football or oh, anything. No, no, Cause I'm like, yes, go. We're going to win. And I yeah, love our team. You're very like I'm pro like, Iowa State. And... I'm very like anti getting spit on by Hawkeye <laughs> I think that's totally okay. It's going to be insane. People are going to have 10 hours from right. the time the lot's open to game time to drink and get crazy. And 10 that hours. Makes me so nervous. what time's the lot open? 5 a.m. And the game's at 3 p.m. Oh, man. It's going to be fun. It's kind of scary. <laughs> Do you think people are going to start at 5 a.m.? I'm... Park, I'm getting in line to pull in the parking lot at 4:45, but I'm not starting wow. at five. You're we're just going like going to get your spot yeah, and then going back. We're just parking back. the truck and going back. But I wonder how many people are going to start that early. It's just crazy. Um, yeah. And it's going to be a lot of people, and yeah, the game will be really fun. I, oh, I'm sure. I'm, yeah, I'm I'm happy about that, but. Yeah, we'll, don't blame uh, you. we'll keep you updated, right? And we'll yes. tell you how it goes next week. <laughs> yes, uh, it's exciting news around here. Um, what else? I that's kind of all I have for cold open. <laughs> well, it was a pretty cold open. <laughs> it was I mean, a cold open. It was hot and cold and, and sad and happy. And <laughs> here we are. It's not raining outside it's anymore. It's not raining anymore. Oh, there's the, the vacuum, vacuum lady back. again. We're doing good. <laughs> oh man. Well, well, should we uh, should we segue into our next little I think segment? So. I'm ready. I think so. I think everyone's I love our gonna. I th- <laughs> it's so fun. Uh, it's good to talk positively about yourself and the things you're involved in. Sometimes, Hannah, I do you have to do it on air. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm excited about this topic this week. I am too. Okay, it's something that neither you of do us the topic reveal. Yeah. yeah. So it's something that neither of us knew like a ton about. But it's something that both of us knew a little bit about and have seen a little bit about. As we were standing in line to get our coffee, well, my coffee because I was late, Andrew had already gotten this. We kind of looked at each other and we were like, what are we going to talk about? And I was like, well, I'm not getting a lot of help from my classes that are environmentally focused. But then I was like, what's going on in the rainforest? And I don't, and it's like, and let me be honest, pre, pre 10 o'clock this morning, uh, all I knew was that people were posting that one picture on their Instagram story of the, it was, it seemed to be fire and I didn't look because I'm definitely, I'm, and I'm going to admit to this on air, I'm a skipper. And if I see something that I don't want to look at or I, it's making me sad, I'm like, bye, 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 bye. Which Mm -hmm. is like, maybe not the healthiest way to go about my social media consumption, but a lot of people post things. Um, to make people think that they're woke. Yes, yes. And, like, posting about, like, a rainforest fire. Right. It's definitely one of those things that someone would post about. And so we lo- saw lots of hashtags on Twitter right. and things like save the Amazon or, like, do it for the indigenous people. And I feel like both of us are the kind of people that are like, we're not going to repost that without kind of looking into what's actually going right. on. Right, I didn't post anything about it I didn't it post because, anything because I didn't know anything. Well, and, you know, generally, like, if there's forest fires, we have mixed feelings about right. those anyways. Yeah. Um... But in the rainforest, like South America, that's a way different. Way different. Like world. that's like a, a whole di- like I don't even know rainforest systems at all. I don't either. And not to mention the people and the governments are way different down right. there too. So there's no way for us to know for sure like their history right. or like well, how they've on? been protected in the past. But I guess the main thing is that we've seen that people are talking about how there's an extraordinarily higher, larger amount of fire forest fires this year right. um, than there have been in the past in the Amazon rainforest yes. basin. 
And, and so, that's kind of all we were operating on. Yeah, that's all we were operating on was like, okay, there's a social media trend, but what Why? about the facts? What? Yeah, yeah, what's happening? So hopefully in this episode, we'll be able to give a couple facts, yeah. some varying perspectives. I, which I think is going to be helpful because I had none of the perspectives before no. this. Which, so Because like, as much as it is like cool to like just share your Instagram picture, like... Mm-hmm. That's not really getting any information out other than, like, okay, right. here's a picture of one piece exactly. of land burning. Exactly. And it's, like, one thing to say, like, oh, it's really bad. It's it's burning these people's land. But, like, Like, okay. what does that mean? But, like, does someone own that land? Right. What did they want? Were there laws? Did they do go about it legally? Were there things that, like, do these farmers own that land and were they allowed to do that? Right. So right. It's, it's all the same. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Let's learn. Do you want to go first? Yeah. Want to go first? I'll kind of, like kind of start us off yeah and then we'll kind of go from there um so i guess like the first thing to start off with is that there has been um the number is around forty thousand three hundred forty one fires in the amazon region this year um and that's about 35 percent higher than the average was for the first eight, mo- eight months um in the year 2010 which was apparently like a base year like an average year okay um and so, about 10 years ago, which is a, a good reference, right. I would yeah, say. Right, yeah, I'd it, say, I mean... I don't think the Amazon, like, in size or quality no. has changed since 2010 that much. Mm-mm. And we'll get to that in, reason, in a second about why. Bam. But I would say it's important to understand that this year there were a lot more. About mm-hmm. 35%, like, spikes. Which is kind of a lot. It like, is a lot, yeah. <clears throat> it is a lot. Um, and so, it's important to know that. I think it's also important to know that natural fires in the Amazon are very rare. Yes. I think that's a very, very key piece of information because our background as foresters, sometimes fire is really, really good for a forest system. Yeah. In this case, it is not. Yeah. We, we like, most of the forests in North America are accustomed to fire and mm-hmm. need fire to, like, reproduce right. and breathe and, and have like, space. regenerate, Yeah, too. and regenerate. Yeah. And in the in the Amazon in the rainforest, that's not the case. Like, no, these these trees, these species of plants and animals, like they're not used to that because right. that's just not like like the burning doesn't release the <clears throat> seeds to regenerate. It's right. just it's, not how the species. It just work. kills things and clears the land, mm-hmm. which is why people like farmers that own the land right. use it. Yeah, because it does. It clears the land, yeah. and they can use it. And then their land they can put to- towards farming, which yeah. is like important i think i'm gonna add a couple more base yeah, facts do is that. that okay yeah um so i was looking we have the rainforest contributes about 8.2 billion dollars a year to brazil's economy so that's 8.2 billion dollars of like rubber timber products from the rainforest um and then i also think well we'll talk about that a little bit later but keep that in mind about how it plays into the economy um and then I don't know if you said this because I kind of spaced out, um, but um, the Amazon region that has been hit by the fires has cleared about 7,400 square miles of rainforest. So, like, that's a lot of space. (laughs) (laughs) That's a lot of... And it's a lot of space. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I guess another... One more important base fact is that, like, the agricultural industry in Brazil has like sharply increased in the past 10, 15 years, mostly because they realize that their soils are um, very good for growing cash crops like corn and soybeans, mostly soybeans. That's Mm -hmm. what they're really, really into. Okay. Um, But I just wanted to mention that too. Yeah. So that kind of like sets up the whole story. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like 
sharply grown. And so, like, we compete with Brazil for soybean exports to China and things like that. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Good to know. Okay. So, kind of keeping on moving, um, why why have there been so many wildfires, right? So, we know that they're there. How they start, what's going on. Um, Right now, I'm on, like, Science Magazine, and they're saying um, the only time that, like, they really get fires in the Amazon is, like, they'll get accidental fires in, like, September and October, um, if any, right? That's why it's so low, the Mm -hmm. number of fires that they have. Um, But for, like, the ones that we're looking at right now, the satellite images that they're looking at say that, like, a lot of the fires in the Brazilian portion of the rainforest were set deliberately (coughs) to clear land. So it's like, I don't know, there's like, they had, they quote this ecologist with NASA, um, who's like, it's a clear different from recent, a clear difference from recent years. So like the clearing land fires look different than like the accidental fires and people can tell just by looking at satellite imaging. Well, because they're like squared off and, um, like you can clearly tell like out West in the U S you can clearly tell like. Oh, a company owns this land because it's a square of bare patch of right. ground. But then, oh, maybe the Forest Service owns this rectangle that is, like, green. But then there's also a few patches that have some no trees. But right. then the Bureau of Land Management also owns another land square of land right next to it that has no trees at all because it's pasture for cattle. Right. So, like, you can tell on this imagery, um, and I'm sure, like, NASA and things like right. that. Right, like, the US, they know how to look at, at it. At right. Stuff. And so they can tell a clear difference in like the Amazon I guess right satellite imagery compared to what it used to be and what they're looking at now. Um, so <clears throat> with that kind of my question is though like if they're if the fires were set deliberately to clear land like are these fires that have gotten out of control after being set to clear the land do you sure. think or do you think it's just they they can't be setting that many fires to clear land. I don't think I'm not necessarily certain that they are getting out of control because I think okay inherently the rainforest is wet right for the most part right and so I think the thing that we're seeing the difference in like amounts of fires is because um, Brazil's new president yes which hit, I think it's Bolsonaro I don't really know how to Bol- say that do you want me to spell it yeah uh b-o-l-s-o-n-a-r-o yeah so Bolsonaro? New, the, Brazil's new president I yep. guess I can just say that um he was just elected put in the office yeah like recently um, He's very like, recently been like a year I think. I think like at the beginning of 2019 yeah um and he was very like pro we're gonna build this Brazilian economy Right. And one of the biggest things with his, like, with his... Economic policy. Ec- economic right? policy was repealing a, a bunch of, like, environmental protection laws. And, okay, okay, so, I, you know, automatically mm-hmm. people like us are going to be like, oh, my God, I can't believe that's you're repealing terrible. these yeah. laws. You want to say that's terrible. Right, but right. I think the filter that we look at that through, too, though, is, like, he's living in a system where their environmental protection was the highest that it's ever been. Because they had, like... And they were looking, and yes. they saw a good increase in, like, ecosystem biodiversity, et cetera, et cetera, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. So, like, for them, like, they had, they had put these protections mm-hmm. on and seen the good that it had done. Mm-hmm. And I guess, you know, when you're the president there, you're, like, looking and you're like, okay, yeah, we did it. We restored it. Let's use it again. Right. Um, Like deforestation. um, And so we always hear about like deforestation. Like don't cut down the rainforest. Right. But like 
because of all the policies that they had in place, mm-hmm. deforestation was at like an all time low right. in the actual Amazon, the Amazon. rainforest ba- basin. Yeah. And so like, that's something important to know. Like they saw success with that. Right. Um, but this, their new president is saying, okay, this is a resource. Let's use it. This is a resource. We, we now know that we can compete worldwide yeah. with our agriculture Let's, if we use, want to be, let's use some of this land to boost our economy, get more jobs. Right. Because they have a lot of people in poverty there. Yeah. So, like, pull those people out of poverty. And so, like, he's looking at it through a lens of, like, for his country. Right, right. He's like, this is going to be good. We're going to get ourselves, like, into the global system. Yes. Which I think for, like, um, I can't remember if you're supposed, what the correct way to say it, but for underdeveloped countries right now, um, like, that's huge. That's, yeah. like, that's a huge step. And that's going to, like offer so many more opportunities for your people so it's like and i i think it's always so hard for me to remember that because i'm like i want to be like oh my god save the rainforest right but it's like well it does there it's humans on and there's different perspectives and there's different lenses and like exactly and and you know he didn't necessarily repeal a lot of the like protection like the laws right it was more of like kind of rolling scaling back efforts to fight the illegal logging and ranching and yeah like, so like it's like we're not necessarily taking away these laws but we're not going to be like, as hard as enforce them as strongly mm-hmm. um, and I think that's why we're seeing an increase in actual fires because these farmers are saying seeing the president say we're not going to punish you or punish you as harshly right for this because we kind of want you to farm right and so they're they're like okay well i have this land that was previously like protected like we have the endangered species act if there's an endangered species on a section of our land we can't farm it right right but like this is basically saying well technically your rainforest land is protected However, we're not necessarily going, you're not going to necessarily get in trouble. If you do something else with it. Now, we don't necessarily want you to, but if you do, right. it's also going to help us. Right. So, so it's like a, they're playing with a weird. It's a hard, hard double standard system because I don't think they've like had to deal with this issue before. Right. Um, as like a developing slash like developed nation like right. they're, they're like half and half i would say right right um because they have some really big cities that are developed and then they have some developing areas rural areas um and so it's really a really tricky like space to like navigate through um yeah this, it's so interesting like i don't know even just like I think we're both kind of looking at this New York Times article, or, or sorry, Time Magazine article. Um, I'm looking at New York Times article. Oh, you're looking at New York Times. Uh-huh. I'm on a Time Magazine one, and they quote <coughs> Bolsonaro, right? Uh-huh. Um, and he, so he's like, they're like, Brazil's coming under all this fire from everyone, because everyone's like, oh my God, like, these, you're killing this rain, the rainforest yeah, is you, such a like, huge that's part. that's bad, you can't do that, you right? You can't do that, right. Right. Um, and he's like kind of firing back and he says, no country in the world has the moral right to talk about the Amazon. You destroyed your own ecosystems. So he's like throwing it back in everyone's right. faces. He's like, you guys are these developed countries and you wrecked your like and I think home he's talking, to get there. When he's saying that, he's directly talking to, I think, French President yes. um, Macron. What's his face? Emmanuel Macron. Uh-huh. Because um, I think that's right. I think you're right. Because um, they're, they're, he's like not going to accept aid money from them. Yeah, right? they have like humongous like um environmental policies now like the Plymouth Paris 
<laughs> famous Paris Climate Accord, yes. those types of things. Yes. But like, and so he's telling them like, you have to do this, you have to do this. Like, mm-hmm. we're not going to give you money. Right. Or if it, we'll give you the money, but you have to do this. Right. Like, you have right. to start you enforcing have to do those this, rules this, again. This, and, this, and he's and like, but that's right. not necessarily. You're like, well, you fair. can't have control over my country <clears throat> just because you're giving us money. Yeah, and so I think we're starting to see like some of these developing countries like. Um, realize that they don't have to be controlled by right now did he refuse the aid i'm not sure i think he did from certain countries i think so too i'm not sure about the u.s um i would assume our president is not not, um, that's not a priority for him probably right priority um doesn't really care for yeah um international banter right right unless unless it gives him positive press which is fine or any press let's be honest yeah um and so I think it's important to also say, like, were these fires caused by climate change? Right. I think the answer is no. Right. I think maybe some of these fires were enhanced by, by climate. By effects of climate change? Because, yeah. like, maybe maybe there, the season was a little bit drier. Right. Um, but ultimately, no. Climate change had nothing to do with this. Yeah. It had everything to do with... Um, kind of, people, like, weird politics. Humans. humans, yeah. Yeah, and I think, like... It's something that, as humans, we're going to have to figure out. Right, right. And I think it's unfair for us to say, and this is something we've talked about in the past, like that environmental justice, it's unfair for us to march into somewhere and say, you have to take care of this or you have to plant trees when they can't even afford to go to school. Right, because that is, it's the colonizer mindset. Yeah. That being said, too, like from looking at that perspective, also like if we look through like the science perspective, too, like it's not, (laughs) let's make it an even harder question to answer because like... Even though, like, these fires maybe weren't started because of climate change, like, the consequences and effects of them are going to have a big Harsher, role yeah. in our current climate. Uh-huh. So, like, this article that I was looking at is already saying that it's going to affect rainfall patterns in yep. North America, Europe, and Africa. Um, and then scientists are saying that the loss of the Amazon rainforest won't dangerously limit sources of breathable oxygen. So, like, it's not... Like, don't, we're still going to be able to breathe, right? Whatever. Um, and most of the oxygen created by the rainforest is consumed by the animals that live there. Um, oh, okay. I see. I didn't even know that. Yeah. So it's like, it's not like, I don't know. I don't know. Because people, people say have like, been like, oh, the rainforest the is the, the earth, lungs. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's really not going to do a ton of stuff there. That being said, though, like the rainforest stores a huge amount of carbon. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, and that's important for us because we, mm-hmm. we, there's a lot of carbon. And the burning of like the rainforest releases that. Yeah. So it's like, we just released yeah. a lot of carbon Which in the atmosphere. Which is our own natural cycles. But like, again, remember the rainforest doesn't necessarily burn. Right. Naturally. And at this point, it's not, yeah, it's not yeah, natural, like, right? Yeah. <laughs> so not great there. Um, also, like rainforest, because um, this is just kind of is looking at its ecological significance, 390 billion trees and more than 16,000 plant species. So 390 different tree species, 16,000 plant species and millions of animal species. So it's like the most biodiverse place on Earth. So it's like these fires aren't obviously great because it's like taking away some of that biodiversity. Um, but I think that's the main um, kind of like negative environmental effect that we're going to see from these fires is that loss of carbon mm. and then the potential loss of biodiversity. Yeah. Not great, but, you know, that's just that's the other perspective, right? Uh-huh. That's what we're looking at. It's like, yeah, humans are going to do this kind of stuff. And like, regardless of 
if it's beneficial to some humans over others, it's not going to be beneficial to our current climate situation, but also... Right. right. I think uh, something I just read that I forgot, um, Brazil, like, if you remember, they held the Olympics, like, in 2016. Yeah, real. two years before that, they hit a recession. Oh. And so there was, like, talks about, like, oh, yeah. Rio de Janeiro is, like, in, like, is a pit now because of this recession. Everyone's poor. But the reason, the recession is part of the reason why all of this, like, heavy reliance on agriculture, like, became so popular. Because so they're trying to get the out of the recession. like, commodities, like, they became more reliant on those after 2014. So that's wow. pretty recent, honestly. It is really recent. Um, and it's mostly beef and soy, like, okay. like, like we said. Yeah. Um, and that's what's driving the deforestation because you need space for cattle, you need space to grow soybeans. That's crazy. And it makes sense. Right. Um, like that's and, what we did with our prairie. We got rid of the prairie because yeah. you know what? You can grow corn and soybeans, and you can. Yeah, and there was a lot of like um, illegal land clearing or like fighting for land um, between like ranchers and like wow um, NGOs, so like non government or governmental organizations, and like both believe that they're fighting for like either the health of the world or right. their like their livelihood and their uh-huh. families, and so it's hard to draw a line like. Neither one of those is wrong. No, because it's just a different value. Yeah. And so that's why I think this is such a tricky thing. And neither of us have an answer. Right, neither of us have an answer. But I think it's really, like, nice to... At least have some information. At least have some better understanding of it. So I hope that, like... Hopefully that clears, like, at least some fact stuff for you. Obviously, we don't have answers. You probably don't have answers, but... At least we're all thinking about it and talking about it, right? Yes, I agree. I completely agree. Wow, what a crazy world. It's a crazy world. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Well. Yeah, I don't know. That's where we're at. Do you have any fun uh, fun closing stories oh, you want to tell? I, I can't say I do. Right? I'm kind of, like, trying to think. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, it's been, oh, <laughs> this is kind of fun. Okay. It's not that fun, but it'll well, be at least something to talk about at the end to close yeah. us out. That's great. Um, speaking of the rainforest, I went to go grab an adult beverage with my friend yesterday. Oh. Um, <laughs> and we went to Westtown Pub, because that's over where I live now. Um, and we, we get up to the bar, and there's like these two like frat guys hanging out. Right? Yeah. And in front of them, they have these huge glasses, like... It, like, it's bigger than a pint glass. Mm-hmm. So, like, big glass of, like, green and yellow beverage, right? And I, like, my friend had gotten there before me because he's early and I was walking because I live so close. Yeah. Um, and so I, he kind of stands up and he's got one, too. And I'm like, what are you drinking there, buddy? And he's like, I don't know. These guys convinced me to get it, right? And so I'm like, okay, right, get me one, too. And it's, like, coconut and pineapple and, like, orange juice and like that blue syrup and then green syrup and they're putting all the mixtures in and he like stirs it all up and he like sets it down in front of me and i'm like what do you call this bartender right and he's like this is the tree frog oh my gosh (laughs) and i made me laugh so hard and it was just like the funniest drink that i've ever drank and it was all sugar so yeah 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 like you get a third of the way through and you're like i can't drink any more of this (laughs) i actually have a like a small small story i love it Next to that. Yes. So this summer, uh-huh. um, uh, on vacation in Minnesota, okay. I went to the bar, went yes. to a bar with my family, right. uh, my grandparents, my parents, oh, my I aunt, uncle, it. and um, 
We're at the bar, and my grandma doesn't know what to order because she's, Cause she's like, a grandma. Like if she ever gets an alcoholic drink, it's like a Bloody Mary. Oh, what cute. I've always I seen. love it. She's great. Yeah, and so like we're all feeling a little bit like let's get something right, adventurous. Let's have a good night. And she tells the bartender, "Surprise me, whatever you want." <laughs> and so he makes this concoction, and I can't even remember the name. I of love it. It, I it love was it. something wild. It was his own. Per- he says, "Now I've been messing with this for about." Two months. Okay. This recipe. And so it's like pineapple juice, orange juice, <laughs> Malibu rum. Yes. Like all these different things. It's like. <laughs> and then, and like, it's like this, like, measured out, like, I love it. sweet, He's into sugary it. juices. And then, like, there's like a little hint of, like, orange on the right, top. Right, right. Like, like a, a little raspberry. And then, like, a little A little dinge. bit of, like, glitter, and right? Like, <laughs> And my grandma, it's it's set in front of her, and my grandma looks over. There's at like us, a little umbrella, right? And then she sits it. She goes, "Well, that's good." <laughs> and so, I just think that that just reminds it's me. It's so of fun. That. It is. It's, it's like your little beach and a cup yeah. drink. You're go like, get I'm on yourselves. Vacation. Go get yourself a beach and a cup. Yeah, go get yourself something colorful and fruity. Right. Um, drink half of it and brighten, get a stomachache. Brighten your your, <laughs> your rain, rainy day. Rainy day. Yes. Um, Thank you for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, we super much appreciate it. Um, yeah. I'm Hannah. Weekend, and I'm Andrew. <laughs> and this has been No Apologies, the podcast. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> I love it. Oh.